0: back to Escaping Your Zone podcast. I'm super excited for another episode. Um, what escaping Your Zone is is just interviewing individuals on how they escaped their own comfort zone and strive to their full potential. Today who I have on the show is Chris Riley. He is the co-owner of the NA Happy Hour and he is also an athletic brewery ambassador. Hey, how's it going, Chris?
1: It is going wonderful. How are you doing, Ashley?
0: Oh, super stoked to have you on this show. I'm excited to have a conversation with you again.
1: Super stoked to be on the show.
0: Right on. Um, so can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. So as you said, I am the co-owner of an awesome company called the NA Happy Hour, which is a company that is working to promote uh, what we're calling mindful drinking. And specifically what that is, um, we're trying to start a conversation about understanding and really developing a sense of cognition about why someone or why you might want to choose an alcoholic beverage versus a non-alcoholic beverage, and not even like an NA beer, but like water. Um, And because we acknowledge that there is a bit of a drinking crisis, um, (laughs) and we wanted to help people live better lives and we're both passionate about the whole non-alcoholic industry as a whole. And we feel like we can have a, we can build a great platform to start a community conversation and bring in a whole bunch of people and help people live better lives.
0: No, that's super awesome. And then you both are into fitness a little bit too, right?
1: Sometimes a little too much. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh
0: when did when did you start the N.A. Happy Hour?
1: Um, so we started it originally in about, it was Tyler, my current business partner, and mm-hmm. one of our friends, Ian, who's actually located in Dublin, Ireland, started it over quarantine part one, which seems like 20 mm-hmm. years ago at this point. Um, they started it in April, May of 2020, and from that, they were just doing weekly happy hours on Zoom, just chilling out, bringing some people in from all over, connecting on social media. And it started out as something that was, let's try to talk to people who aren't the plants and stuffed animals in our room <laughs> during, during <laughs> the phases of isolations and everything. Uh, and then Tyler found me on Instagram and reached out, saw that I was an athletic brewing ambassador. And um connected me connected with me and i was brought on to one of the happy hours that they did and we kind of hit it off and from there we developed into a podcast and grew our community and then march of last year we became an official company so we're coming up on our one-year anniversary very soon which is coming in hot um and from there we've done we have a uh mocktail cocktail recipe book that we put out we have a whole instagram series with lives and uh we have a bunch of new stuff that's actually coming up and i was taking this evening a little bit before this to plan all of that incredible awesome stuff so that's kind of the short and sweet version of how the happy hour came to be
0: No, that's that's super awesome. And that's really exciting. I watched some of those lives. I've been on the live and it seems like definitely a a fun group to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, and then just kind of sliding in there about uh, athletic ambassador. That's actually how, how we met on that Mm -hmm. nice August morning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 at The uh, triathlon.
0: Yeah. That was, that was super fun. Just, Hey, here's, you know, a group of you know, 10 to 12 people, you don't know any of them, but you're going to go race with them as a team.
1: Yep. And what what was amazing is that we all kind of, because we had something like athletic in common, it was almost like we all kind of knew each other already because we, yeah. we all immediately just bonded and acted like we were best friends.
0: Yeah. And then we, uh, you know, we had the mascot of uh, the, the lizard.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> That was, uh, I and I almost like sat on it.
0: (laughs) No, that definitely was, you know, the, the route of the race maybe wasn't the best for running. It was a little hilly, but all in all the day was super fun.
1: It was, it was, it was great fun. We got to do it again. Um,
0: So what I kind of like to start out with is you've given a great introduction already. And I know you're super comfortable, um, you know, in the, interview setting, podcast setting. But what I really like to do is just pick just random questions and ask you some questions to kind of really start getting in deep and um, going into our interview.
1: Let's do it.
0: So off the top of your head, if you could pick anyone who would be the first person in mind that you would like love to have a workout with?
1: Have to have a workout with um i'm blanking on everyone i have ever met in my entire life right now um
0: they totally it, it totally could be you know uh an athlete you know a, a famous athlete and anyone in the world
1: yeah, I'm now quickly going through the people who I follow on Instagram to try to remember. <laughs> um, I mean, I'd say someone someone who I really like. I've gotten into um, a lot more like body weight stuff recently. So mm-hmm. there's a fitness person based in the Netherlands named uh, Anthony Lokhurst. And he does a lot of like calisthenics stuff okay thing and mixes in weights but has a nice balance and kind of builds for um like sustainability workouts and long term stuff versus trying to let's see how jacked we can get in the next 2 months and go for it. Um so I think a workout with him would be pretty awesome. He's also a gym shark athlete too, which is originally how I discovered his profile.
0: Oh, that yeah, that sounds awesome. Calisthenics are definitely looked looked over but they they are so good for your movement
1: yeah especially when you're just starting to work out because your body is the best weight that you have in terms of lifting and working out and moving weight um so i I really like his style and everything and he just is really engaging he does some weird wacky stuff with his (laughs) workouts too. that's just entertaining to watch
0: that's awesome all right next question If you had to choose one food for the rest of your life, what would it be?
1: One food for the rest of my life. Um, This might be a bit of a weird one, but I absolutely love, there's this one stuffed sea clam that i get every summer when i go to the cape it's a massive sea clam it's like a clam stuffing almost and i could eat those stuffies every day for the rest of my life it's from a a restaurant called land Ho in uh orleans mass right on cape cod
0: Mm, that sounds pretty good. Hey, no, that's not a weird one at all. That sounds fabulous.
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely love seafood, especially when it's done very well and it's simple too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, next question. What is your favorite like board game or favorite card game?
1: Um, I recently got into. Um, oh, what's the name of that game? It is. Oh my God, my brother-in-law got it for me for Christmas a few years ago. Um, I can't remember that. My second favorite one though. (laughs) I don't know why it's my favorite one. This sounds horrible. Um, But my second favorite one um, is a game called Super Fight. And it's similar to Cards Against Humanity, but what you do is you create, you have attribute cards and character cards and you create a combination to fight against everyone else's combinations. And each person has like 30 seconds to analyze everyone else's combinations and explain why their combination would win in a fight. Like superhero battle type stuff. And there's whole different themed packs from like Marvel superheroes to famous people and all that stuff are like a dog on a unicycle.
0: That sounds awesome. What did you say it was called?
1: Super Fight.
0: Man, I'm going to have to check that out. That's That sounds like right up my alley. Mm.
1: It's awesome. And it can, similar to Uno, it can make or break friendships.
0: Oh, 100%. I feel like that's any kind of adult board game.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, cool. Well, now that we kind of got into those... Uh, little questions we can get into you know the the big deep and juicy questions right <laughs> um so you know escaping your zone is all about you know growing as a person growing your business however you see it uh because people definitely see it in all different kinds of ways so how do you personally face fear like what are some tactics you use whether it's in your personal life whether it's in you know your business um what does that look like to you
1: um so that's actually a really really good question because I've been doing a lot of that kind of reflecting the last month or so especially personally and with my business um the the short answer is you gotta project plan it start to finish, everything is a project that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. I I try to look at stuff like this when adversity comes up, when fear creeps in, when I can feel an anxiety attack coming on. It's, I stop and really try to plot and plan out where I am versus where I need to go and how I'm going to get there. Um, And that's kind of where a lot of the goals that you mentioned earlier that I've been posting on kind of came from of I've noticed areas that are, not all of them are deficits, but they're areas that I've been neglecting in my life lately that I want to get back to. And I, I, I have this really cool saying that I tell everyone and am actually really starting to put it into practice where when you face a challenge there's two things you can do you can can i swear on this
0: yeah why not
1: you can bitch and moan and complain about it and then get to work or you can just get to work and i i I don't want to be that person that bitches and moans and complains every time something comes up obviously i'm not saying never bitch and moan because sometimes (laughs) that's how a lot of people process frustration and anger because they need to just talk it out um and I'm also one of those people too sometimes and so I I like to just get to work and figure out immediately what needs to be done how am I going to solve these problems and then just go and attack it and just get to work um so that's the best way I could say I would I kind of face fear and challenges like that in business and personally too
0: Yeah. I, you know, I kind of how you said it. I've never really pictured any kind of goal or like what you need to do. Like there's always like point A to point B kind of thing, Mm -hmm. but like picture it as like a, a project because like essentially say, you know, it's, it's weight loss or something like that. Like you can't go from starting out to just like the end point. Like there has to be like some planning and some middle ground and some journey that you need to take to get to the end point. So like thinking of it instead of just like point A to point B, but have like that, that like meet in the middle of like your journey and like how like you have different steps. That's, that's, that's really interesting to me. I like, I like that idea.
1: And it it helps provide almost a mental structure because when I think of project planning, I know there's a solution that I can get to, and I'm at least in IT, which is my main nine to five profession, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at project planning and know what the systems are that I'm working with and how I need to change things around and move them and build up the systems to get my user, my production users back to production. Um, so, so kind of thinking of problems like that that come up also kind of helps quell the anxiety too, before it gets to the point of a full on crippling anxiety attack.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely, um, I definitely like that. I I need to start utilizing it. And also how you said, I think, you know, I think when we complain about things, it takes away like a lot of energy that you just need to put forth. To whatever you need to get to accomplish like people spend more time complaining about something when you just take that energy and utilize it for good and get something done in half the time
1: yeah and just fix it you're gonna have to fix it anyway why are you gonna yeah. yourself with all these negative emotions just get to work and do it maybe you find, yeah. you find out it's not actually that bad
0: <laughs> or or are you just like oh you know what i actually do enjoying this why was i complaining the whole time yeah Um, no. All right. Awesome. So how, and like I said before, like escaping your, uh, comfort zone looks so different to everybody. Like my journey is different from your journey. Um, how does like escaping your comfort zone look like to you? So whether it's, you know, how do you grow within yourself?
1: Um, so growing within myself, I've done, of, you caught me at, like, a really interesting point in my life nowadays um, between starting a company and coming out uh, two years ago, not two, year and a half ago, um, and all of that stuff. I've kind of been, and also leaving a job, plus COVID. I've had a really <laughs> 18 months <laughs> um, where I... I've kind of felt before that, up until essentially like May, June of 2020, I've been at a crossroads where I've wanted to build, I've wanted to start doing something that made a difference. And in order to do that, I had to be comfortable with who I was, which helped lead to me coming out. And then... I needed to find what I wanted to do, but more importantly, I needed to find why I wanted to do that. And finding my why, as corny and cheesy as it sounds, has really been at the core of helping me escape my comfort zone. Because it's if you really want to do this and you're really passionate about this why, you're going to do it. And there's not going to be anything that's going to be able to hold you back. Like, I'm really passionate about the whole non-alcoholic community, all of the non-alcoholic beverages out there. And I do believe that we can start a great conversation on a na- national level. And I think we're also doing a lot of good and really helping people. I know we are. And remembering that is kind of my day-to-day when I look at my projects on my whiteboard going oh god I have 900 things I have to do and crap it would just be easier to go to bed yeah um yeah
0: Uh, no I you know I I know especially like what we talked about earlier how you've been really good at like posting your goals and what you know, being very vulnerable with yourself, um, and so I, I, think I did catch you at kind of like that perfect time, um, when you're, fig- when you're figuring out yourself too. But you know, I, I love how you talked about like your why because I think especially with this whole still COVID world, people are really trying to figure out and understanding what what their why is because what their why was before COVID is totally different than after COVID because I think many of us had to just sit down and and just figure out a new way how to navigate through life.
1: Mm -hmm. And the other part that goes with that that I found a lot is people are really actually realizing what matters to them. And they're starting to really take action as to what matters. It's not just you're living and going through your nine to five, you get your, re- you get your retirement and then you're done. It's oh, I'm sorry. My computer is making all of these noises in the background. I'm like,
0: no, you're, you're totally okay.
1: <laughs> um, and people are really trying, really understanding what life is about now and really focusing in on what truly matters to them. And I think it's wonderful. And a lot of people are starting to find their why. And I, I'm excited to see where we go as a country from here.
0: Yeah. And um, also too, I want to hit on the fact that like the whole NA movement, like I think like right now, like you all are at a great position for the NA happy hour, because I think the NA movement is starting to become a huge, uh, just a huge thing. Just like, how you know Athletic Brewing Company just became so large within the last year or so, uh-huh. um, and I think it's it's good to have that sort of community. Whether you're either you know stopping drinking completely or you're doing it in moderation, um, you can still support somebody in that community, even though you have maybe different goals, but in the same realm, like you have the same goal.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's really nice. And one thing that I think is really cool that what we're doing is neither Tyler or I are sober. Yeah. We, we truly have a great um, balance of alcohol and a good relationship with it, we believe. Um, and so that's that's kind of what's really cool is we have this company that is truly centered around the NA stuff but we're not sober which a lot of some people we've gotten some heat from but for the most part people are really interested in seeing that
0: yeah and i you know i i could definitely see it like um on both sides like but on the same hand like how i see it mostly is just like even though you guys aren't completely sober and you still like enjoy an alcoholic beverage it's more so like you're bringing out the na community And you're not judging people who are completely sober. Like you can kind of see it in, in both worlds, you know? Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. And there's, it doesn't do any good to judge anyone like that. Like it's fine if people are sober because their journeys are completely different than mine. Like whether your journey is, you just don't want to drink anymore because you don't like how it makes you feel. You don't like the taste. You want to live healthier, whether you're drinking it because you had a really negative relationship with it and you develop an alcohol dependency disorder um, or what, or what have you. And every, every, again, everyone's journey is different. There's, It doesn't do anyone any good or the movement any good if we're judging within, like it, it doesn't.
0: And, and um, touching on that too is like, I feel like you are in a great position as well because you can be huge advocates for the NA community because you do, you are on both sides. So like if you're out having, you know, alcoholic drinks with somebody and you have another friend who is completely sober, it's like, you can kind of be that middle person helping out. Like if somebody's like, Oh, why aren't you drinking? You can kind of say like, well, that's not a cool thing to ask if that other person who's sober is kind of still, um, shy about it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. They just don't want to, or they could be new to it or just trying to experiment with NAs and kind of shaming them, I guess, if you will, isn't great.
0: Yeah. Um, so what do you think so far has been your biggest accomplishment?
1: Um, my biggest accomplishment. I mean, start, anyway. starting the happy hour is definitely up there. Um, I'd also throw down my master's degree that I got because right when I graduated undergrad, I'm like, I'm never setting a foot in a classroom as a student again. There, you can't <laughs> pay me enough. Absolutely not. And then I decided to go get my master's degree.
0: <laughs> What's your master's in?
1: Um, it's an applied information technology with a con- with a certificate in uh, networking technologies. Okay. Um. So yeah. I, yeah, I, I think those two are up there.
0: That's, I mean, those are two huge accomplishments. Um. So, from your biggest accomplishment, what do you see as one of your biggest regrets?
1: When it comes to the happy hour, it's not so much a regret, so much as a hindsight reflection at the end of last year, is that I wish we, we, we kind of ran into it a little too headstrong. And as a result, we hit a lot of roadblocks and bumps in the road that otherwise could have been avoided and through that i mean it took a toll on our friendship as owners it took a toll on our personal lives because we had all this stress and so i wish we had stopped and thought about it more and really came up with a true direction we wanted to take the company in um that's not to say last year was all bad because now we know it doesn't work we threw spaghetti at the wall and saw what stuck and now I'm coming up with what I think is a great plan for this year to um, continue building the community and really turn this business into something that we can be really proud of
0: yeah and I you know I definitely feel like in order to succeed you need to fail because it's (laughs) not even fail like hit, hit roadblocks or road bumps is just because like you have different ideas and you know you might have different passions or then a different mission and it'll take you a different way but at the end it's kind of like what you said going back to it like since this is your why you're going to do everything humanly possible to make sure that you are successful with it uh-huh. absolutely yeah um, what? So what's something you want to accomplish in the next six months? Or what's a few things if you have, like, a handful of goals?
1: Yeah. Um, in the next few months, um, are we talking personally or happy hour?
0: You know what? This is all about you, so you can tell me whatever you want, any kind of goals. <laughs>
1: um, personally by the summertime i really want to slim down get in better shape um i'm currently training for a spring marathon so i'm starting to kick cardio up and really get after that which is awesome so i want to hit a uh i want to f- complete the marathon in four hours that's my goal what
0: what marathon
1: um officially tbd okay unofficially the Boston Marathon that I'm going to get a bib with a charity Okay. for. I just haven't gotten the confirmation that I actually fully have a bib.
0: Gotcha. I'm not
1: officially in Boston, but unofficially it's...
0: You're on your way.
1: I'm, I'm on my way, but worst case scenario, Delaware is in the springtime. I'll, I'll find a marathon to do this spring.
0: Now, I know you are a runner have you done a marathon before
1: yes i've done two prior i did the cape cup one and then i ran boston virtually in 2020
0: okay um what do you think for that what do you think your biggest uh roadblock will be while training
1: getting in all the runs during the week um because the last thing I really want to do most days when I get home from work is put on my running shoes and go run 10 miles. Like, I yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> um, so that's staying motivated for that is going to be the hardest thing. But you got to do it.
0: Is there like something like how do you move? So like going off of that, how do you motivate yourself? What are some tools that you use?
1: Um the biggest one that I use is thinking about the patients at the charity that I'm running for. Um, I'm running for the pediatric cystic fibrosis center at mass general hospital and thinking about these young kids who need to potentially get double lung transplants before they can drive. Um, And all of the medicine and, adversity they go through just based on their own genetics let alone societal stuff it's like if they can do that i can put one foot in front of the other like yeah let's let's get after it like let's stop ourselves
0: no that's you know that's definitely especially when you do run for a charity that's definitely um a motivator and just like an eye-opener like you know these kids aren't able to so i have to be that advocate and and do it for them you know yeah Yeah. Um, So, what, so after with the marathon, what, what were you saying was another goal that you had?
1: Um, All in all, I want to get in better shape. Ideally, a six pack is not off the radar. Um,
0: Perfect. But
1: like everyone, everyone wants that. (laughs) (laughs) I, I also just want to feel better about my physique, whether or not it is a six pack or, or not like i do i i do just want to feel better and i think i've come a long way since i first started working out um but i know i have a ways to go and i want to feel confident about the way that i look not so much that i am obsessing and develop like dysmorphia not that i think anyone wants to but i just want to be mindful and happy when i look in the mirror and look at what I see.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I definitely agree a hundred percent and I'm definitely on that same, same train with you there. I kind of came to like a realization the other day where, you know, I feel like I stress so much about like hitting different numbers or hitting, Mm -hmm. you know, tracking food. It's kind of like, I, I just want to slow down the pace for a second and just work out and just, you know, just be, be comfortable and my own skin and just be comfortable and be thankful for like being able to move and work out. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like I can actually get up and work out. Whereas a lot of people can't.
0: Yeah. And we definitely, I know we talked about it before. We definitely have to have a a workout session sometime.
1: Absolutely. We got to hit that and get it, get into some miles too.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I definitely, I, I haven't ran for the last few weeks, um, but I'm ready to start back up. And just I, you know, I saw that you were at um, Lock Raven running a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, um, I'm training for the marathon with the uh, Charm City Run. And okay.
0: Their
1: their Timonium store does a lot at Lock Raven. It's it's nice. It's a really pretty area to run.
0: Oh, I went hiking there the other uh, day. It's gorgeous.
1: Yeah. It's nice. There's so many trails there,
0: too. Oh, my gosh. There is. I went, I went on Sunday morning when it was like 16 degrees, so it was a little chilly, but uh, had, had most of the trail to myself, you know? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I was in California Sunday morning for a wedding. <laughs> uh, what part? Um, Agora Hills, kind of northwest L.A. Okay.
0: Beautiful weather.
1: It was like sunny in 70 with no humidity.
0: Sounds beautiful
1: to me. <laughs> it was, it was gorgeous. I did not want to come back.
0: Loved every minute of it.
1: Yeah, and it was it was great just to see the see my friends again and hang out. Yeah. Up. We did see Jason Momoa. That's cool. Yeah. It's like, hey, how's it going?
0: <laughs> What's up?
1: Yeah, <You> know, <laughs> casual.
0: Um, did you do any running out there?
1: No, I didn't. Um, I had su- uh such little time to actually do like Sightseeing stuff because I was bouncing around gotcha. so much, I did not get in a run. But I do really yeah. want to run some of those hills out there.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that would be like just like the perfect running atmosphere.
1: Yeah, I saw a ton of bikers, tons of bikers. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's awesome. Um, so kind of to wrap this all up, um, if you want people to follow you and check out all the cool things you're doing where would the best places be
1: best place to follow me personally would be my instagram which is at life of cryley c-r-i-l-e-y 28 the number 28 um and then the n-a happy hour is at Na happy hour t-h-e-n-a and then happy hour um, to stay tuned for all the awesome stuff we got coming there and all that good stuff um you can also find all of that on my website chrisriley.co, and that is still quasi under construction so if some of the links don't work just bear with me on that one
0: <laughs> and i will definitely put all of these in the show notes as well so it's just right there and you can click on and give them a follow awesome. um But, you know, what I like to finish with is I think that when people listen to something, what sticks in their mind most is kind of the last thing that they hear. So if you had to make a, you know, final statement, like, what do you want to leave with the listeners out there? Um, What I
1: want to leave listeners with. I would say the best, the best thing I could say would just be, don't take things too seriously. It's, it's not worth it. Um, Take your identity seriously, but don't take what you do seriously. um, Like enjoy life, allow yourself to enjoy life and be present with the ones you care about and express gratitude there's never enough gratitude. Tell the people who you care about that you care about them and that they mean something to you. Um, that's something that I'm really working on too. So
0: yeah. Well, awesome. I definitely appreciate you and I appreciate your input and for you, uh, having the conversation about how you're growing yourself every day. And I can't wait to see what growth you have personally and the growth for the NA Happy Hour. Uh, Tune in again um, for our next episode. And thank you so much, Chris, for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. Cannot wait to get in that workout real soon.
0: Oh, yeah. Have a wonderful day, everybody.
1: See ya. Bye.